How would you like to be part of a conversation that changed someone's life or even changed your own life? Welcome to the Be Fun, Be Kind podcast, where we have amazing discussions hosted by someone new each week. Join us at BeFunBeKind.com to be part of our live events. Now, here's your host for this week's episode. Hi, community. I just wanted to take a minute and introduce myself, and then we'll jump into some content. It's going to be short and sweet because I know our time is valuable. Uh, my name is Rachel Pontiast, and I am host and creator of By My Own Lights podcast. I have spent a very good portion of my life uh, really focusing on how to be a better version of myself with the sole intention of contributing goodness and kindness into the world, all while accepting the fact that I am flawed and a little rough around the edges. Uh, So the purpose of the podcast was to create a space where I can share stories and um, really just have experiences that deposit kindness into the world, all while being authentic and vulnerable. So I'm really grateful to the Be Fun, Be Kind community for just being a place that really represents that and giving me a space to talk. So thank you, Be Fun, Be Kind. I'm just beyond grateful. So I have this ultimate belief that leaders are not the managers in your office. Um, Instead, leaders are people all around the the world that we've decided that are worth following with the purpose of learning from them. And uh, I've discovered that leadership is, is a gift that's given by others, and it's not something that you can take for yourself. And the podcast is all about the ways that we end up inspiring action in others Um, and just being a person that is worth following. So I want to give a little bit of background on the name of the podcast to get you in the right frame of mind for what it means to be a leader. And there's this wonderful idiom that is relatively new to me uh, that reads according to one's own lights. And I basically went my entire life never hearing this phrase And as soon as I learned it, I was so mad I didn't know it sooner. The idiom simply means acting according to one's beliefs or inclinations. You could also think of this as your conscience, so to speak. It's the things that really drive your decision making, but it's based upon what you know and what you believe. And I'm a big proponent of the world needing to have all kinds of kinds around We need diverse opinions, diverse beliefs, diverse cultures, diverse preferences. It doesn't matter. All kinds of kinds make us dynamic. So my little spin on the phrase is to really live by your own lights, but make sure they're bright. I have seen far too often how people go around trying to crush each other's lights to make their own shine brighter, and that crushes me. I don't think that's something we need to do to let our light be seen. So I started by my own lights podcast where I talk about the raw stuff, the hard stuff, and the stuff that has inspired me to be a brighter version 
in hopes that these stories will help you to be a brighter version of yourself. And really, it all started because of how I view leadership. And it's not in the traditional sense. I think most people assume that a leader is somebody that is in the nine to five in the office and really it goes beyond that. So what I believe a leader is, is somebody who is worth following, um, that leads a life there in their personal world, their professional world, and in their spiritual world, whatever that may be. Since I was young, people always told me that I was a natural leader and I, I never believed it because it's not something that I was ever trying to set out to accomplish. I would step up into leadership roles, uh, primarily because I'm a bit of a control freak. I want to be able to have control over the work that I do and the freedom to be creative. So I stepped up into leadership roles selfishly, basically, Um, and I also never looked at them as a way that I was going to be leading others. Again, it was just about controlling my surroundings as much as possible. And realistically, I would get nominated for the leadership roles, uh, because I'm outspoken, I'm extroverted and I don't mind being heard. So I was either stepping into it voluntarily or people were nominating me for it. (sighs) Even with my heart, like postured toward myself with my motives and what brings my life meaning, people still kept telling me I was a natural leader. So I finally decided I needed to look into this more and figure out what is it that people determine as a leader. So leadership's not something that you can take command for yourself and realistically demanding others to follow you is essentially a cult. And I'm not really into being a cult leader. So how is it that I'm a leader and I don't even understand how they're created? So I started to look at the people that I follow and either consciously or subconsciously. And there was a pretty consistent theme that unfolded, really. The people that I followed were people that had confidence in who they were, not what they were doing. Each person I identified, they were very flawed in many ways, but they owned up to their mistakes and they didn't often repeat the same mistake. They were people that had strong beliefs Um, even when they differed from mine, they never interfered with my own beliefs and they never let my beliefs interfere with them, but they existed and they cohabitated just fine. They were people that were willing to hear others compassionately, even when they didn't agree with the concept. And they were people that had a purpose set in being of service in some capacity to others. But the one thing that really told me if someone was a leader was if they were able to inspire action from me without any expectation or commanding me to do so. These were people that inspired me to do something better outside of my comfort zone, outside of my social circle, and outside of my delegated work tasks. 
And the crazy thing is oftentimes these people didn't even know they inspired me. So if leadership is something that or is not something that you can take for yourself, then how do you get it? It's simple. It's a gift that is given by others. And when you inspired me to be compassionate to others, because I saw you be compassionate, then I've given you the gift of leadership. Or when you were kind to someone in a way that inspired me to be kind to somebody else, then I gave you the gift of leadership. And that's it. Leadership is a gift, but not the kind that you buy from your spouse or buy for your spouse from a shared bank account. It's the unexpected, invaluable, and extremely fragile gift that you may never even know someone gave you. And it could be dangerous to be given a fragile gift and not know you are even carrying it. The wrong move can shatter it to pieces and affect others. But don't let that discourage you because it's an honorable gift. It's a powerful gift. And you want that gift. And that's where the idiom with my little spin comes into play. Just lead a life that you believe in and do it with kindness, compassion, and bravery, knowing that what you do and say may inspire someone else. So think about what you want to see more of in the world and ask, will it serve the masses? And then act accordingly, but give yourself grace because when you trip and fall, just watch your steps a little closer next time, but you will trip and fall and it's okay. The humility that we are built with helps us to be better leaders and worth following. Your lights are probably different from mine and the way you act within them may be different from how I act in mine. And there's no right or wrong. But when you're focused on ensuring that your lights are bright, it is certain that they will inspire others. And this advice is for whatever type of leader you are or hope to be one day. It doesn't just have to be the nine to five leader. So let's talk a little bit about the ways you lead. There's the leadership of your person. Who is it that you are and how do you lead in your personal life? Thinking about your friendship circles. Are you somebody that someone that they can count on? Are you somebody that follows through with what you say you're going to do? And are you somebody that they can trust? How is it that you lead in your family? I'm a mom of two and I've had to learn the hard way that sometimes the do as I say, not as I do doesn't work because they're always watching. And so who I am at home is so important to me being able to inspire my little ones. I serve a lot and I volunteer a lot for different organizations and different groups and part of that is because I want my children to be able to see that giving up your time is something that's valuable and something that gives life meaning. 
But then I also need to make sure that when I'm home, I'm present with them because I need them to see how to be intentional with their time. And then thinking about your habits. When you have habits, how are you leading them or are you leading, are you letting them lead you? You always have to remember that the things that we do and the way we spend our time, they don't own us, but sometimes we let them own us. And so we have to always make the conscious decision to say that what I'm doing, I'm making a choice. And how are you leading in that area of your life as well? So then you have professionally. And this is the leadership that everybody thinks they know everything about because it's common. We go into the workforce and we have a team of people and we are supposed to delegate tasks and we are supposed to keep them on track and we're supposed to give them performance reviews and, and, and teach them the ways. But I have led many teams throughout my years and one thing that I've noticed about being a leader in the workforce in the nine to five is, are you willing to really get in the trenches with them? Are you one that's willing to get in the arena and fight and battle with them? Or are you the one that's just dictating how they do their, their job? I was very fortunate one time to lead a team of extremely diverse people And I was so proud of the fact that A, they existed. I couldn't, oh, I was so excited to see that these people on this team had these uncanny abilities to be true to themselves and to know what their strengths were. And then I was able to recognize how they balanced my weaknesses. And then that gave me the the ability to give them more power within their job because I didn't want somebody that I could tell what to do. Being a leader for me was being able to watch people blossom and figure out what their strengths are and to work within them. So I had this team of people that was extremely different and it's hard when you're leading a team of people that are all diverse in their personality, in their beliefs, in their culture, because you have to be able to adapt to them. And so being a leader in the nine to five really means, are you willing to set yourself aside for a second and listen compassionately and interested in what they have to say and how they do their job? And are you able to recognize the tools and the resources that they need to be successful in their job? Really, are you expecting them to adapt to you in your leadership style? No, that should not be the way. We will always come down to what it is that they need and how we can provide it to them in a way that they understand I can talk for hours about leadership in the nine to five, but that's just a little brief snippet to get your brain thinking about that. And then the last part that I really focus on when it comes to leadership is, do you have faith in something that is greater than you? How do you lead in your spiritual life? I don't care what you believe. Again, remember the world needs 
all kinds of kinds, whether you have a specific philosophy that you live by that is greater than you, whether you are a part of a religion or you just have a specific belief that is greater than you. It reminds us to be humble and to not control our world and our life. It reminds us that we need to put our faith and our trust into something that we can't see and we can't touch because there's people that are following you that you might not know. And so they are putting blind faith and blind trust in you based off of something you've done to inspire them. And we need to be able to be examples of that, where we put our blind trust and our blind faith in something that is greater than us, because we, again, get in the trenches with those around us. We don't just say something and act a certain way and expect others that are following us to do as we say. So when it comes to your spiritual life, are you involved? Are you engaged? And are you intentional about the time that you take with that? It's so important to make sure that you know who you are in those three areas of personally, professionally, and spiritually, because you have no idea who sees you and who's following you. I had a young girl, I serve with a youth ministry um, in the high school at our local church. I have watched these girls grow up the last three years and struggle through teenage craziness, as well as battle some crazy stuff that's been going in the world and seeing it from their perspective. And every week I attend and I hang out with these teenagers and A, realize I'm not as young as I once was. And B, they're hungry and they see everything. They have this desire to absorb it all, even in the teenage years, even when you feel like your teenager's not listening to you, they don't stop taking it all in. And just a couple of weeks ago, I had a student come up to me and say something. She quoted me and said that that changed her trajectory. And I didn't even know because it was something I said in passing. And instantly I tightened up and said, oh my gosh, what else have I said that they are taking and I have no idea. And so that's something I keep in my mind as often as possible. What am I doing? What am I saying? And is it okay if somebody else decides to mimic that or follow that? So just remember, you don't get to decide whether you are a leader. Others are deciding that for you. The only thing that you can do is be the best version of yourself and hope that you want more of that goodness and that positivity in the world and do that. And when you do it with meaning, you do it with purpose and you do it by living according to your light People will follow. You don't have to ask. You will inspire them. So just be inspirational. If you ever want to listen to more of the podcast, you can find us at bymyownlights.com or wherever you get your podcasts, just type in by my own lights podcast and you will find us. 
I will be doing a leadership series where I spend an episode focusing on each of those three areas, the personal, professional, and spiritual leadership, where I go into more detail. And if you want to be a part of that conversation or have your question or comments heard, just send us an email at bymyownlightspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can contact us through our website at bymyownlights.com. I'm so grateful to be fun, be kind. Thank you for being such a positive place where we can get so much great content. And thanks for letting me hang out with you today. I want to give you your time back because I want to make sure that you are out there shining your light brightly. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in this week. We would love for you to be part of our next discussion. Join our live events happening every week at BeFunBeKind.com. See you soon.